When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Um, welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, normally, this is where I would say the DJ Mackie P, but you rat bastards in Kansas City. Got your wish. Michaela Perkins, no longer employee of, of PHNX. So I am uh, doing this alone, I guess. And if you're wondering why we leave the FTC, it's... Um, in memoriam, uh, because Mac was a great co-host, but you know she pissed off the city of Kansas City, and now you get your psych. Job. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> psych, I lied, Mac. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh, fuck you, losers. Suck <laughs> at Kansas City. <laughs> you thought wrong. <laughs> They're not getting rid of us. We'd you can't actually have to do something, something wrong to get rid of us. Yeah, you'd actually have to do something bad, do something wrong. Nothing wrong was done, you know? A like tweet we, was sent. Like we care about the opinions of people in the Midwest. Mid-barbecue. Midwest. <laughs> it's mid I think for about a reason. Okay, well, hold mid. on. Don't do that to the barbecue. The barbecue is like their one redeeming quality. <laughs> we know it's not the football fans, though. Um, in case you miss it and you don't know what we're referring to, <laughs> I've been banned from the state of Missouri. Um, never allowed to step foot again in Okay, Kansas that's like City. getting banned from Siberia, though. Why would you ever want to be in Kansas City yeah, in the first place? It's not like I really ever want to go there anyways. Um, <laughs> we all know what happened to the Coyotes this week. Um, a certain quarterback decided to troll the Coyotes, and I was like, meh. I decided to troll back and I'm not sorry about it. All the people asking me to delete the tweet or looking for an apology, you're not going to get one because I'm not sorry. And I stand by what I said. So enjoy that. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk too much about it, though, just because <laughs> it is what it is. Um. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I would be they, you know, it's <laughs> it's tough being that insecure. It's tough being a city with only two sports teams. <laughs> Patrick, holy shit, she's still here. <laughs> I absolutely love, by the way, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who was on my side, who are commenting the best things, who made memes for me. Like, you all are the realest. I love you all so much. Like, I cannot believe 
the amount of support that I got in either like DMs or just in public. Like y'all went to war with me and I will never, ever take that for granted or will I forget it. So shout out to Arizona sports fans. You guys are ride or dies. And I knew that. And I'm just, I love it. Um, I also want to say that not every fan of the football team in Kansas city is the worst. There were also a lot of great people that were also like, this is getting ridiculous. Let's not do this. Um, so not all of you are terrible. I do appreciate some of you. Um, but it just got so insane. It was pretty crazy. It yeah. Got I mean, ridiculous. They were posting like people's numbers on the internet, which wasn't my boss's number by the way. So like total flop on that. End. And even if it had been like, <clears throat> um, We're still here. I don't know if you guys know what this company is about or <laughs> the point of what PHNX is, but We've, we ride or die for our Arizona teams. We've and done so... worse too. Like we have said worse about people. <laughs> yeah, I I say fuck Utah <laughs> like once a week. Welcome to PHNX. Like that's just what we do. Um, but it got a little out of hand. They found my Facebook page that I hadn't posted on in like over a year. Yeah, I think someone found people my were LinkedIn. making TikToks about it. Like y'all were true. The, the funniest part was when we were showing up in like news articles and stuff. Yeah, that, that, I was that, a freaking front coming. page of Fox News, baby. Like it was a whole thing. And um, I just want to say you guys are soft. And you need to grow thicker skin. Welcome to the internet. Um, if you're going to troll, I'm going to troll you back. So sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> but enough about the um, softest fans in the NFL. Let's talk about the NHL because <laughs> we have a hockey team to talk about. And for now. For now. I'm just kidding. Um, no, not for now. It's going to be fine. It's all going to work out. Uncle Gary is going to pull through. Before we do that, though, we got to give a big thanks to our friends at Four Peaks. Boy, did I overindulge in some Four Peaks this week. <laughs> no, you didn't overindulge because you drank responsibly. I drank responsibly. Um, I needed the Four Peaks to get through the absolute shit show that was unfolding on Twitter. Um, I will say I had a great time blocking all of the trolls because if you are going to be talking some crazy stuff, you're going to get blocked and say what you want about that. But I don't have time to argue with misogynists or racists or generally terrible human beings. So I... thank you to Four Peaks for making that easier for me. <laughs> Sean? I was I was I was drinking Four Peaks celebrating. I was having fun. It was great. It was a fun time. I was in the Hazy IPA. You guys all know that I love the Hazy IPA. The Wow Wee is also exceptional. Um, four Peaks is just the best beer out there. They're also doing something really cool. One lucky winner is going to get four seats to an upcoming Diamondbacks game. Uh, the tickets come with D-Bucks, so you'll be able to grab some food, some ice-cold Wow Wheat or Hop Knot. All you have to do to enter is go to their Instagram at Four Peaks Brew and use their link in their bio to sign up. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on Twitter to keep up with the latest. At Arizona's hometown brewery, you must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly also want to give a quick shout out to burrito express for bringing some amazingly delicious burritos into the office this week also shout out to burrito express for riding or dying yeah, on twitter with yeah, me. Gang. they didn't even know what you had said they were no. just like fuck it and max said it we're riding <laughs> we're riding um burrito That's express a real also a ride or die i couldn't believe it i was like hell yeah <laughs> let's freaking go burrito express um Kansas City might have barbecue, but we have the best burritos and Fact. you can get them at Burrito Express. And um, I just can't believe um, what they did for me on Twitter. You guys are the best. Um, they brought some burritos into the office. 
I once again had four salsas for my burrito because that is the bare minimum um, of salsas that you should be putting on your burrito. And no one judged me this week because I was getting well, judged enough. <laughs> I was going to say people judge you just not for the salsa. So shout out to Burrito Express. You can go check out their locations, especially the one in Tempe. And you can grab a burrito there. Follow Burrito Express on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Shout out to you guys. Also shout out our boy Daniel pulling through. Uh, yes. in the office this morning, bringing us donuts. Also, shout out Shane for bringing us donuts too. But I brought them first, Daniel. He brought them first, but also, I mean, slightly <laughs> less impressive when you just kind of do it on your way to work. Daniel went out of his way, um, but I still appreciate you, Shane. Yeah. Can't argue that. Big I still shout appreciate out to Daniel. You, it was great to Daniel. come to Donuts. Thank yes. you very much for doing uh, that. It's, it's crazy. Took I a very nice elevator ride with Daniel. Daniel, incredibly tall. Crazy way Mac. taller than I realized. Crazy. That's the one thing about like crazy. um still crazy to me. That's one crazy thing. Mac. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Didn't um, say thanks to me. And didn't crazy. say thanks to Shane at all. It's, it's really crazy. That's I don't even think Mac realizes that we are talking about her right Mac now. Mac probably ate um, the nope. one of my donuts that I brought. Um, <laughs> shout out Daniel for the donuts though. Very yes. tall man. Thank you. You guys are the best. That. Defending me on Twitter, bringing oh donuts God, to the Mac, office. Please say thank you to me. Yeah, literally. Thank say thank you to Shane. You're welcome. Thank you, Shane. Do you know why you're saying thank you? No. What is Shane talking about? Oh, that's totally. I was reading comments. You guys crazy dog. What happened? Shane? He brought in donuts too. Thank you, Shane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unreal. Um, all right. Let's talk about the Coyotes conundrum because that is the talk of the town, obviously, for major reasons. Let's talk about the country. It's talking to North America. <sighs> yeah, it's all over the place. Um, it's also in Canada. It's international That's, because yep. Canada is the worst. Um, on Tuesday, as we all waited on bated breath to find out what the voters of Tempe would decide for the future of the Arizona Coyotes, we were absolutely heartbroken when the Coyotes didn't just lose. They lost big in the election on Propositions 301, 302, and 303, which was the Arizona Coyotes' proposal to build a brand new arena and entertainment district on the landfill that is just wasting space off of the 202 in Tempe. They lost by 12 points. So it wasn't like a small margin, like a small... It was like they really, really lost. Yeah. And the people of Tempe really did not want the Coyotes to play there. Um, everyone was stunned. I was stunned. Well, let's be careful about saying the people of Tempe. Well, the old the old people of Tempe, of Tempe yes. did not want them. And they just so happened to be like the only ones that voted. So, um, but yeah, yeah. regardless... Um, it wasn't great. Everyone was stunned. Javier Gutierrez, the CEO and president, was stunned. He didn't take any questions. Um, he gave a super brief statement um, when the news first broke that the proposals had been rejected and he left, which was a little concerning because through thick or thin, like hell or high water, at some point, someone from the Coyotes organization will say we are committed to remaining in Arizona, whether that's just like take it at face value or whatever you want, but someone will say it and nobody said it that day. Um, so it was a little, little panicky watching him just leave without saying anything other than his brief statement and not taking any questions. Um, when the first, when the news fo first broke, Sean, what was your reaction to that? Uh oh, I mean, it was obvious. Like, I mean, I feel like I was like a lot of people or it was very, it was admittedly like very apocalyptic immediately. I was like, Oh boy, like, this team's gone. And obviously, like, you heard some of the rumors that came out, like, almost immediately after, where it was like, they might not even be here this season. Yeah. And it was like, oh, boy. Okay. Um, like, this is going to get really bad really fast. Like, I had, nothing I'd ever lived through before. Like, I had never experienced a team that I very much cared about, like, 
this close to leaving town. I mean, obviously, the, the football team I cheer for kind of got there, but it was never like this. Like, I've never been through something like this. And obviously, I'm I, there's people who are so much deeper involved with the team than I am and have much more on the line with the team potentially moving than I am. So it was very, it was like, obviously, it was like an emotional night. Like, I was stunned. Um, but I mean, I've calmed down a little bit since then, but I, I, as soon as it happened, like the first time I refreshed that, that the polling site and I saw those numbers, it was just like, yeah, uh, like it, it was stunning. Yeah. My heart fell through my stomach. I could not believe what I was seeing when the first batch of votes came through and they posted the results. I was just beside myself because I had gone into that day with such good feelings like i was like there's no way that yeah. this will get shot down because but I mean, you're like everyone else who was on the 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 i guess losing side of this everyone seemed to think they, they were really confident coming to that day yeah i mean on paper i didn't see any reason to say no the coyotes were taking a spot that was literally a landfill um zone in arizona in the comments saying glad they voted against it i cherish a spot i can go to and blow off some steam by playing in toxic trash pits like yeah it was a landfill that the coyotes were going to pay to clean up and then pay to build the arena like the owner was paying for everything it was not going to be taxpayer funded at all it was going to bring jobs to tempe there was going to be an entertainment district with businesses that people could you know start a business in or bring their business to and boost the economy there was so many upsides to this and i think misinformation is the reason why it didn't yeah, happen course. because on paper, I, I forget who said it, but it was the best deal in pro sports history, best arena deal in pro sports history. And so with knowing that all that information and listening to the PHNX Coyotes crew for weeks, having former mayors, former city council members, current city council members. And not having anyone from the opposition. Why? Because the opposition consistently av avoided like questions they avoided ever come like putting a face to any of this yeah Craig consistently tried to get them on the show and they always avoided it yeah so listening to what they had to say for weeks I was like holy cow like this is great like this is great for Tempe this is great for Coyotes fans like this is great for like there's we'll talk about this in a minute too but like ASU was involved with this or reported to be involved with this so there were so many great things that were going to come out of this and so when the news broke I was just beside myself I did not see that coming at all um someone in the comments saying RIP whichever political firm they used to talk used to track this Aaron Lee saying that um yeah they thought that they were gonna blow this out of the water too like their yeah. polling showed that they were ahead in every single proposition like up until that day so I think yeah. shock is the only way to describe that yeah I I agree but I mean ultimately like yeah I I mean ultimately I think you look at the voters and stuff and you can get annoyed by all the nimbies and the old folk in, in Tempe but like ultimately I think the coyotes kind of dropped the ball here they did not like their their strategy here was clearly quite flawed. Yeah. They didn't get the word out fast. It didn't seem like they they reportedly did not invest as much financially into their their campaign. Yeah, and it it came back to cost them. Um, but yeah, like I, but see, even then, like obviously, like I said, I was just like everyone else, where there was a lot a lot of confidence going into that night, and so it was certainly shocking when those numbers dropped. Um, my question for you is, where do you place the blame? of this failing yeah. do you think the coyotes deserve to take it on the chin do you think it's just the opposition like where who yeah, do you I mean, blame there's a, there's uh, there's obviously a lot of people you could blame here um like i just said i mean i do think the coyotes deserve a certain amount of blame because i think they dropped the ball on their strategy here um again waiting until like waiting as long as they did to really kind of get the the 
Tempe wins campaign going um, and then apparently not spending as much as the the um, the no campaign did. Yeah. And if those two things are true, like this was kind of it was like the biggest day in the franchise's history, like one of the biggest things to ever happen. You kind of have to go like all in in that situation. Um, and if they didn't, it just kind of seemed like there was a lot of there was a lot of inexperience and mistakes made. They 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 just uh, they were too confident, underestimated the opposition, underestimated the voters, whatever it was. Um, so I think it starts with them. I'm not going to blame the old people. They are old <laughs> and they got misinformed. Um, I obvi obviously the no campaign deserves a lot of the blame too because they were lying to people. Yeah. Um, but I, so I mean I. I look at those two parties. I look at, I mean, it's obviously the two parties, the yes campaign and the no campaign, but like the yes campaign didn't do enough to give themselves really a fighting chance. And the no campaign were just a bunch of bad faith actors who lied to the people of Tempe and ultimately cost them something that I and a lot of people think would be, would have been very beneficial to the city. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you said something that was really important there. And it's that the Coyotes leadership underestimated the feelings of the people of Tempe, the voters there, and then also didn't do enough to make sure that they understood the benefits of this. Um, I think it's unfortunate, obviously, that they also didn't spend as much as the opposition yeah. campaign did, but you can't underestimate stuff like this. I think it's easy to, like I said, look at it on paper and say, this is a great deal. But if you have people in a city that maybe aren't sports fans, that are an older demographic, yeah that aren't doing what they need to, to be informed on this. And you're also not doing what you need to do to get that information in their hands. Like you're going to lose. And that's yeah. what happened to the coyotes. Yeah. And I, I think mean, they really underestimated that. Yeah. You, you, you say it's a good deal on paper, but I mean, it, <laughs> shit, it, it clearly, it depends on what paper you're looking at, because like, if you ask those other people, like the, they think it's a terrible deal on paper. Like you look yeah. at it, like it's, you're giving all this money to them. Like they were just obviously grossly um, misinformed. And like, but like I said, I think ultimately this, this starts with a lot of just miscalculations from the coyotes. Um, like the idea that the, that you were going to, and we've talked about this on a few occasions, but like the idea that you were ever going to get ASU votes to like come out in mass and vote for this was, that was never going to happen. First off, they're not here. They're right not now. here. They're Secondly, not. It's summer vacation. And, but even if this was happening in, in, in February, like it wouldn't have mattered because there's a lot of students who don't register to vote here. Yeah. Um, but I like mean, I was still like I, was, I went to ASU and I was still registered yeah. to vote in Colorado. Yeah, I, I did register to vote in um, Syracuse where I was obviously going to school undergrad, but the, a little different because I was already registered in New York. But whatever. Uh, but even then, like those those people don't really go and vote outside of big elections, outside of really presidential elections. Um and also, they don't care. Like they, they were like, "Oh, this awesome arena that maybe ASU students would get to benefit from." Maybe, but not the ASU students that are at ASU right now. Like it was not going to be. It's not like it's going to get done in three months. Like, yeah. The majority of ASU students who would have been voting for it would have been gone by the time it was done, anyways. So, like it was like I said, just a lot of I feel like miscalculations and misjudgments on behalf of the Coyotes um, that ultimately put them in this mess, and then the no campaign ultimately just being better at their job. Um, cost the coyotes yeah chris uh in the comments saying most of the tempe voters probably didn't know how to use the internet um yeah that's fair i mean someone on twitter had said this is the same city that built a retirement home on mill yeah. avenue which is the bar avenue and, and then, then complained sued about, the, yeah. about a 
bar that played yeah, live fucking. music that was there for years before the retirement home Free was Shady even Park. built. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Shady, Shady Park. Amazing place. No, no R.I.P. Yeah, not R.I.P. No well, they're back. They were. They were gone. Well, they they, they still can't throw concerts, but they're yeah, still there. it's they're back, but they're not they're really great back. Ramen. Um, so you know, knowing that this is the same city that did that, I guess we are shouldn't we have been surprised. Gonna be that when we're older. I hope not. Like, I'm gonna be gonna at Shady Park when shit? I'm eighty. I'm not going to be that horrible. I hope not, at least. Oh, my God. Um, like, I don't know. because right, I We're going to have nothing better to do, guys. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of <laughs> thinking. Like, I, like, I want to sit here and be like, that's never going to happen. But I also, like, I'm going to be old and I'm going to be 80 and I'm going to be like, I deserve this. Like, I deserve to have what I want. I've been living here. <laughs> I deserve to live in the gym. You didn't have to live through the pandemic. I've seen things. Yeah, the old people also don't have OGs or... You know, I like, don't think, but if we live through the pandemic, so I think we're going to take it for granted. You know, like we're going to live life to the fullest. We're going to be eighty year old and gonna, at Shady Park. Oh, we're not going to take it for granted. Yeah, so that's I don't know. I, I mean, like they, you say that, like these old folks haven't lived through things. Like they haven't seen a thing or two. <laughs> um, yeah, right. A couple world wars, maybe. Um, My grandma was born <laughs> four months Depression. after Pearl Harbor. Like oh I don't think she's getting aware. Like oh, the pandemic. I'm not going to take life for granted anymore. <laughs> Yeah, um, Albert in the comments definitely not doing enough to reach beyond their core constituency was a big mm -hmm. flop. For yeah, 100%. sure. Um, my next question for you was going to be, why do you think the people of Tempe voted no? And before you answer, I want to say I think a lot of it was misinformation, and I think as soon as you throw in the phrase "tax cut for billionaires" and you have people that don't care to know anymore, other than they see "tax cut for billionaires," that's going to be an automatic no, especially yeah. for the older demographic because they tend to lean fiscally more like conservative. So, tax cut for billionaires, like no. Um, so, I think that played a huge role in it, and I also think. There was some misinformation about like tax cuts. Nobody was getting a tax cut. They were going to use a portion of the tax yeah. sales to pay back the billionaire that paid for the arena yes. to like offset some of that cost. And even if they were getting tax cuts, who gives a shit? Yeah, who cares? All company, and PD kept banging this drum. All companies get tax breaks. Yeah. That's how this. Uh, that's how this country works. Everybody in the chat and everybody that voted for this is a gosh darn consumer. We are Americans and we love consuming yeah, capitalist I, rules. Capitalism rules us. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? That's, that's, yeah, no, literally. Like. Um, yeah, who cares? I mean, Alex Morello, who's the owner of the Coyotes, made a lot of his money through casinos and entertainment uh, in that's, Vegas. That's another thing. Like, we're, we're going to choose now to start getting upset about yeah. billionaires. Like, like, you didn't want to wait Alex for the, Morello you, could you waited build until the, fir when he, when the first billion he made, you were like, ah, I don't really give a shit what he's up to. Yeah. But now at this <clears> point, you're like, ah, down with the billionaires. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I just think when they saw a tax cut for billionaires and they confused Thought what they like a tax, the sale, the sales tax was going to, I think it was just an yeah. automatic no for them, which is a bummer because I, the PHNX Coyotes crew has done an amazing job of talking about this. So if you've missed any of their coverage, definitely go check it out. But the landfill is going to stay a landfill. Like they're not building anything on it. And then eventually the people of Tempe are going to have to pay for them to clean the landfill up yeah. through tax yeah. dollars. Uh, so Faisal's making a great point. It I all think. comes around. Like Faisal saying, Faisal, Faisal saying, what does he say? Point. Just, uh, he's talking, referring to talking to someone else in the chat, but said the thinks that they thought the deal was so good yes. that they thought it told itself. And that hundred percent, like it. it's like you said that the, people were so confident. They thought this was guaranteed. And honestly, like it, it probably should have been, it was, it was a great deal um but you can't like listen 
and I'm, I'm uh, by no means getting political or making a statement on this, but you look at what happened in the 2016 election where a lot of people thought it was going to go one way and then it did not. Like mm-hmm. you can't take anything can't for granted anyone. when it comes to politics, especially local politics. Like it, it, you just simply cannot do that. And it does seem like that's kind of what the Coyotes did. Yeah. Um, Loyals have saying Coyotes fumbled. Oop, please scroll up. Coyotes fumbled super hard, not villainizing the no campaign being funded by California union labor. Oh my God. That's another thing. That's I was talking another, about this with Craig. That's yeah. Another point. That's yeah. They, they, they were kind of being like, Oh, all oh, this whole thing. Like, Oh, they're anti-union. They don't want to use union labor. Yeah. Because the union labor they wanted to use was from a different state. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, not the whole point of this, but one of the big selling points to the Coyotes with all this was that it was going to be good for Arizona Local. economy, Arizona workers. And how are you going to do that when it gets built by people from California? Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that billionaire Alex Morello is all for the working man and it's like all for the the working class of the state of Arizona. But let's be real. Like if your priorities are what they say they are, then actually like vote based off that. Yeah. So much by Zone in Arizona. Old people single-handedly fund casinos at the slots and then clutch their pearls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's the crazy thing. They're going to be like, no, I can't comment. have this. I don't want this in my backyard, even though they're currently on vacation in Vegas at one of Morales casinos. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, the, the billionaire's irony. getting the money anyways, dog. Um, the oh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. TQ. Yep. Say TQ. The same people who complain about tax cuts for billionaires do not care. We give billions in tax credits for electric cars for billionaire owners and billionaire dollar companies. Well, yeah, again, like billionaires. And also, I got bad news for you. Morello, still going to be a billionaire. Still yeah. making money off the state of Arizona. So like... Uh, Although he is losing money quite quickly with the well, Coyotes playing in the Coyotes. arena. The, the, the biggest thing I get from all of this that I think is hilarious is people are so quick to... The, the number one thing is they don't want to be taken advantage of. Yes. Regardless of whatever situation. 100%. I can guarantee you, whatever you're doing in your life, going wherever you're going, you are getting taken advantage Dude, of. Dude, this Do is the United States of America. There is not a person alive who is not... Like, no one watching the show, no one in this building, is not being taken advantage of by people with more money than them. That's just how this country works. So, like... And also... Old folks, y'all get taken advantage of more than damn near anybody. Like, which is not like being like, oh, I mean, at this point, just roll over. Yeah. Like, just keep getting taken advantage of. But like, 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 uh, it's just like, my point is, it is really crazy. It's not crazy. I shouldn't be surprised. But ultimately, I am surprised. Like, this is the moment that they choose to start, like, uh, someone in the chat said, clutching their pearls. They love to go fishing, but they also like getting fished. With a pH. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all day long. Thank True. you, producer Shane. Very good point. Took um, me a second, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just a disappointment on all levels. I hoped that the Coyotes would invest more in making sure that this, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, was going to pass. Because in my opinion, this was the best option for the Coyotes. I think Tempe was the most centrally located that they were possibly going to get. I think it was the best like age demographic community for them to be in because hockey season is during college season. And how could you not want to be a hub with an entertainment district and an arena with the possibility of also letting the collegiate basketball team play there? Yeah, Like it was going to be vibrant for that community. And I just, I'm so, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You guys, like I am disappointed that the coyotes didn't do Everything in their power, whether it was outspending the opposition, getting people boots on the ground to like door to door campaigns, like make sure those old people knew that this is a good thing. Like I just like 
I thought that they would take their situation a little bit more seriously Mm -hmm. and realize the absolute peril that they were in and say, we are going to stop at nothing to make sure that this, these three propositions pass because this is the best that we're going to get. And they I'm pretty sure that they really didn't have plan A, B, or B, B or C because now they're on Twitter asking people where they should go I mean, next. They're, I mean, they're trolling um, on Twitter, which I absolutely love. Love, yeah. It is so much. Because, I mean, you're not going to put up, you're not putting out a poll, actually. You know damn well that if you're asking people where to put the arena, everyone's going to say Scottsdale. Like, yeah. you're not actually putting it out there to get some kind of um, insight. But it is it is quite funny how they're they're trolling people. Um I am really disappointed in the Coyotes. Though. Yeah, like, I, mean, I wish they like, would have done more. Yeah, let's be real. There's a very good chance that this never, this was doomed to from the get, and they never had a chance of of winning this. But you just hate that they didn't put in enough effort to the point where it was like beyond a shadow of a doubt that they put in enough effort. Um, I would also make another very good point that I do think I don't think this this gets passed if there's not a if a not a hockey arena at the center of it. I just think that it is also people's attitude towards sports and giving stadiums to teams on taxpayer money blah 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 blah. yeah absolutely if they would have pitched it as like it's an entertainment district with more condos and businesses they'd been like great we love it but the fact that it had an arena in there it was like no we hate it and danny danny saying that asu fans voted against it because they don't want basketball teams to leave campus that's another thing that i want to make clear that pd made clear a bunch on the coyotes like if you have good reasons based on truth to vote against this or whatever your reasons are like by i have no problem with how you like if you vote against it whether it's something like that whether it's about the traffic, whatever. But if it is just really unfortunate how many people seemingly voted based off misinformation. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm disappointed in the Coyotes. I'm definitely disappointed that this thing didn't get passed because now we are in just a gigantic state of limbo and continuing to get trolled online, which is annoying beyond all belief. Um, but I think more than anything, and something that I really wanted to focus on before we move on to talking about what the next steps for the Coyotes are is... Coyotes fans just don't deserve this. I have been banging the drum of Coyotes fans deserve better for however long I've been living in the Valley in seven years now because I've seen the turmoil and just the absolute shit show for a lack of a better word that this organization has been through and it had been happening even before I moved here. So it, I don't think it's really ever been a an easy time for coyotes fans they say you know sports are fulls of highs and lows i think it's mostly been low for coyotes yeah. fans they don't have a stanley cup to show for it they don't really have a lot of playoff success to okay, show for well, it why are you doing this to coyotes why um, are you doing this to coyotes but i'm just fans, like though? i'm just saying no, like I the know. fan base beside all of all the lows that they've been through has steadfastly stood by this organization through all of it and they get trolled online they get told their team's going to get relocated all the time they get told that there are only three coyotes fans on in the existence of the world like they just they they take all of it and they're still so passionate about their team and i have so much respect for coyotes fans because i think y'all are but like i genuinely don't know if i could do what you do and i mean that from the bottom of my heart i we all know that i'm from colorado I'm sorry. I grew up a Rockies fan. I've I've checked out on the Rockies. I refuse to support them, watch a game, buy gear, go to the park until they get a new owner. And it's been just maybe like five years of really, really bad stuff for the Rockies. So the fact that Coyotes fans have been doing this for as long as they have crazy to me. So the biggest props to you guys. And I just I feel for them so hard because this felt like a 
light at the end of the tunnel. And as long as this got passed, it would have all been worth it because we finally got a new place to play. We got our arena and we're going to be fine. And I feel like it was the rug was pulled out from under their feet because that light at the end of the tunnel was taken away. And now they're back at square one where, yeah, the Coyotes are going to be here next season, but we don't have any solid plans about anything beyond that. And that's terrifying. And so I just like... I can't say enough good things about Coyotes fans. I'm sorry that this is what you have to endure, but props to you guys. And I genuinely think you deserve better. And I'm sorry you haven't gotten it. And God, I hope this team stays in the Valley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like, this is by any means like a perfect situation out here. People don't show up to the games. Their stadium was far as hell for a while. Like, there's obviously problems out here, but that I think if the, the reality is that no sports fans deserve this. Like, yeah, except maybe Kansas City Chiefs fans. Like, <laughs> definitely. Kansas yeah, City like, fans. and Edward in the chat saying that the Coyotes are a Mickey Mouse organization. Like, that's the thing that sucks the most is like the Coyotes themselves are not at, at all innocent in this, and the fans are still loyal. Um, like, I, yeah, they, they don't deserve this. And I, I obviously am a, a much more recent import here and like had a hockey team of my own that I rooted for. Um, and still root for, but I have fallen in love with Coyotes in part, and I've talked about this on this show before, like in part because of how amazing and welcoming the Coyotes fan base has been. Um, and it just, obviously this is like the real world and this is all business and things happen and t fans do lose their, their fan bases. Like the re reality is, is there were, there were fans in Winnipeg when their team moved here. Um, but it, it just sucks to see it, it, You just don't want anyone to have to go through something like that. I hope Kansas city fans get a team. Eventually. I hope salt Lake. I hope no, Atlanta, I, I hope Houston gets Kansas teams city eventually, forever. but they can be expansion franchises. Um, yeah. So I just, I wanted to make sure that coyotes fans felt the love because you guys deserve it. And I will continue and always to bang the coyotes fans deserve better drum. I will never stop banging that drum until you guys actually get what you deserve. And I am a huge sports fan. I've grown up a huge sports fan. I've made a career out of sports and I consider myself blessed to do that. And I know the emotion that goes into being a fan of a sports team and the money and the time that you personally invest in the identity that you create for yourself through that sports team. And to get so much hate for that is so bizarre to me. And I never understood it because y'all are just living like y'all are just out here riding and dying for your coyotes team and people like hate that and i just i've never understood it and you guys don't deserve anything that you have come like that's been going on so it's wild to me and um, like i said more than anything i hope this team stays in the valley because i think hockey deserves to be in the desert i think seeing the talent that's come out of here matthew nyes austin matthews like that is something to hold on to. And also the youth hockey programs that the Coyotes have developed, all of that. Like this goes so much further than even just the NHL team on ice. So I hope the Coyotes stay and um, I think they will. Yeah, I hope so too. You want to scroll back up to um, Chris. Chris, I just want to read Chris's comment saying, I just want to say that I appreciate the coverage from PHNX. Y'all are great. I'm not a Yotes fan. Um, quack, quack, bow ducks. Um, but I live here. All of this has hurt me as if I was a fan, hoping for positive news soon. Uh, appreciate you, Chris. Chris is a Ducks fan? Uh, yeah. Ducks and Sabres, right? He's from Western New York, but I know he does Ducks podcast. Fantilly, um, man. Um, ben yeah. in the comments saying... So, yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you don't have to you look any further than Shane Doan. He didn't give up and neither will we. Yeah, I mean, geez. Talk about a ride or die. Shane Doan is a ride or die for sure. You don't have to look any further than Shane Deef, too. 
Um, Tark memes in the comments saying, I am banking on the social media stuff being a foreshadow that there was a secret plan B and this is all uh, that is full fledged. Um, why would they be so bold right now? If not, we Look, will talk yeah. about that in a minute. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, speaking of the coyotes social team, actually let's do, eh, let's talk about OGs first. Um, <laughs> Dude, this week has been sponsored. This last week has been sponsored oh, by OGs. I need an OGs, man. I need to calm down. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to chill out from all of the crazy stuff that's been happening with the coyotes and on the internet this week. And there's no better way to do it than taking the OGs Happy Balance gummy because it is not only delicious because it's strawberries and cream flavored, but it also has a one-to-one CBD to THC ratio. And I think I need a little happy balance in my life. <laughs> it's a little dark. I need a sleepy time and keep me wake me up when the yeah. stadium's built. I'm gonna um, say, trying just, to make a September ends joke, but I couldn't. couldn't don't wake me up when September ends. Wake me up when the stadium is built. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> they ha- they also have mixed bags now, which is awesome because they've combined their fruit flavor gummies and their cream flavor gummies cream. in one bag, which is so lit. Um, you absolutely love to see it. So if you want to pick up some OGs, you can find them at your local dispensary at ogsbrands.com. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Chris saying, oh, no, we like Mac fired up. Man, if I would have taken an OGs, we might have been avoiding some of these issues. <laughs> I, like the, I like the other Chris's message. Could hear the disgust in Shane's. Chris is a Ducks fan. My apologies. No, 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 no. I didn't fun. know you were a Ducks fan, and I wanted to say congratulations on Fantilli. That's all. Um, John Sorry. Allen in the comments saying, as a diehard New York sports fan that watches hockey in New, the New York metropolitan area, area, tri-state area, Rangers, Islanders, Devils, I feel for the Coyotes and I hope they stay in Arizona. They get so much hate. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, I will say there are other fans of other hockey teams that have been great. I'm not trying to make sweeping generalizations, but um, it's And also, like you said, a lot of Kansas City fans didn't, were, were be, there was a lot of nice Kansas City fans who just, I mean, we kind of poked the bear a little poked bit. Poked the there. bear a little bit, but... Um, it's not that deep. Go touch some grass and then kick rocks. Um, <laughs> talking about the coyotes getting a lot of crap on the internet. The internet went insane after the proposals got shot down. There were memes being made. There were jokes being made at the expense of coyotes fans. There was even a sports book that posted odds for you to bet on. This is real. You can actually put money on this. Um, we won't name the sports book because they're not a good sports book. If you want to bet, go to bet MGM. Um, but they did post the odds for you to bet on. They have Houston with the early favorite at plus 150. Um, the city that shall not be named is the next at plus 450. And then Toronto, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Quebec, and whatever the field is. The field is just any <clears> other city. First off, uh, can I just say if bet MGM happens to give these odds, um, they're going to stay here, I think. Uh, if not, don't go to not going to Houston. Yeah, they're not going to Houston. Bet bet the field. Um, Also, the Arizona Coyotes, shout out to the social media team. They (laughs) quote tweeted this and with the popcorn Michael Jackson meme. Um, Glad you know who that is. I love what the social media team is doing. I know you said we were going to talk about that. So let's talk about it because I think it's iconic. It is. Um, Real quick. These are hypothetical odds. You can't actually bet on these. anyway. Yeah, I figured. Oh, well, I thought they were real. Anyways, that would have been the craziest thing. Like the craziest yeah. bet I've ever seen anyone offer. Wacky. Before, um, I love what the social media team at the Coyotes are doing. All the Coyotes, all that happens to the Coyotes is getting trolled, and now they're trolling back. 
Yeah. And they're I'm just leaning into it. it. And also, like, what else are you supposed to do? You want to sit here and, and feel sorry for yourselves for a situation that you kind of got yourself into also? Like, and I mean, I feel bad for the poor social it's media employees that have to see all this. But, um, like, yeah, I mean, whatever. And I know someone asked, do you think they have, like, a full-fledged plan B? No, not necessarily. Not like it's certainly not a full fledged plan. Definitely B. not a full fledged um, plan. But I don't. I don't think this is like referencing that they have something that they're not telling us. Like I don't think they actually have some uh, a pl- arena plans they're going to reveal at twenty thousand likes. Like I, I literally think they're just like, listen, where we've become every the, the butt of of the joke for everybody. So why not make the jokes ourselves? Like why yeah. not just have fun with it? And I, I love it. I don't think there's anywhere, any other way you could really go about something like this. If you're going to clown us, we're going to clown you back. And I love that theory or that ideology. Um, in case you've missed it, the Coyotes team has been on a bender ever since this happened. Um, they posted a poll asking their fans where they want to see them go next, which the internet hated. Um, they're posting memes. They're making a joke out of it. And honestly, I'm here for it. Like I said, if you guys are going to clown, we're going to clown back. And I think that's the mentality of the team right now. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are like, this is not great for business. Like, can we not do this? Um, but I love it. So good for them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Shout out to the social media team at the Coyotes. Let's talk about a quick other sporting experience before we talk about relocation Ooh, or yeah, spots in the Valley. Someone in the comments asking if Mace is an option. We are about to talk about that. Um, but before we do that, we got to give a shout out to our friends at Game Time because they are the absolute best last minute ticketing app on the face of the planet. I personally use Game Time all the time. I've used it to get concert tickets. I've used it to get Diamondbacks tickets. That's- I've used it to get parking passes for a Cardinals game. If you want to do something in the Valley that requires a ticket, you have to use game time to get your tickets because they are so cheap. It's actually crazy how cheap the tickets on game time are. It's there's obviously a clear reason why they are the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. My favorite thing about game time, I think Sean is the fact that they make tickets affordable. And I think affordability is a huge thing, especially if you like have family oh, yeah. and you're paying for four of you. That's how I, literally how I get the tickets for my D games all the time. Yeah. So they have this section on their website. It's tickets under $50 and they already have three great sporting events coming up, up on right their up website right now. If you want to show that Shane, um, they have a mercury game. They have UCLA baseball, at Arizona state. If you are in Which, a baseball um, mood, did you see how last night's game ended banger walk off shout out to Keyshaw, absolute electric factory um so ucla baseball at arizona state it's the last time you can see arizona state baseball this season outside of the pac-12 tournament they also have the rattlers game they have a phoenix mercury game and those ticket prices are crazy 11 dollars, 18 dollars, 25 dollars so if you are looking for something to take your family to or even if you just want to catch a game by yourself or maybe with a friend spouse partner Definitely head over to Game Time and check them out. If you download the Game Time app, you can create an account and use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Can I just say, if you've never been to an indoor football arena football game, absolute electric factory of a sporting <laughs> experience. Like it is, it's awesome. Just dudes getting checked over the boards into a fo- in a football game. Like it's the excitement of a f- it's football and hockey combined. It's the f- it's the excitement of football compacted into a hockey rink. Essentially, yeah, it is awesome. It's super sick. Um, also, the cannon like though, be beware. If they score, they shoot off a cannon, and I know it's coming, and it still scares the 
crap out of me. I flinch every single time, even though I know there's a cannon and I know it goes off every time they score. It gets me also, every time. And I know, I know a lot of Arizona <laughs> fans get pretty sad about the state of Arizona sports. The Rattlers are like kind of an absolute fucking wagon. Like yeah. all they do is win. I think they've been in the championship like three straight years or something like that. Yeah, so you want to see good Arizona sports, them uh, and the Mercury. Pretty good at their their jobs. Yeah, turning it around. All right. Um. So after Javier left the party for the election night, we hadn't heard from the Coyotes in what was going on like more than twenty four hours, and I think everyone was extra unsettled by that because, like I said, no matter what happens, hell or high water, someone is always there from the team to say we're committed to staying in Arizona, mm-hmm. and nobody said that this time around, so everyone was a little bit panicked. But then we finally heard from them they posted a statement that says during the 2023-24 season the arizona coyotes will play at mola arena in addition we remain committed to arizona and have already started re-engaging with local officials and state uh, and state to solidify a new permanent home in the valley we look forward to sharing more with you in the coming weeks sincerely javier gutierrez president and ceo how did that statement make you feel, Sean? Um, I mean, good in the sense that it, it confirmed that they were staying. Like, obviously, I mentioned earlier, there were rumors that they might be leaving this summer. So yeah. confirmed that they were going to at least be here for another year. Um, the rest of it is is whatever. Like, I mean, what else are you supposed to say? Um, I don't think, like, they obviously were never like, that's the that's the spot I want. I want to be, I want the arena right there. Um, that's where we're going to go. We're not going to look anywhere else. Like, they've obviously... They've looked at other places before. This has been a process. So they have an idea of they're not starting from square one. They have an idea of other possible locations, other possible people, entities they could work with. Like, uh, like, yeah. So the statement is exactly what you, it needed to be. They confirmed that they were here, which I think was everyone's most immediate pressing concern. They, they agreed that they were or then they, they made it clear that they're committed to staying here. And they're trying to find other places, which is literally the two things that everyone needed to hear. The only two things that you could really tell Coyotes fans at this point that could give them any rest is that they have that they're still trying to play here and that they will be here at least another season. So there's time. Yeah, I was really happy with the statement starting off with we are going to be yes. here in 2023 and 2024. Um, because when the news first broke that the proposition was shot down, I was doomsday. I was full doomsday. I was like, that's it. Like my first gut initial reaction, which might have been an overreaction, hindsight 2020, was this is it. Like we just yeah. lost the coyotes. But I think there was a lot of people's reaction. Um, and it was really tough sitting there like watching leah talk about it on the live phnx coyote show my heart broke for her i was heartbroken because i generally my first thought was that's it like that was their last shot at staying in arizona and i just watched in real time us losing our Mm -hmm. nhl team here in the valley so when they posted that statement that said we're going to be here for another season it made me definitely feel better because at least we had postponed any type of possible relocation for a season and we can have another year of watching them play hockey here. Um, So I'm glad it led with that. And then I was also super glad that it was followed up with, we are looking for other options at first when it, when they said we're looking for other options, I was like, okay, they're, they're just saying that to placate everyone. Like, are they really looking for other options? But now, and we'll get talk about this a little bit more in the show. There have been like officials from other cities that have come forward and said, you know, we're going to talk with the Coyotes. There have been linked to other possibilities, like other places for them to go. So I do feel a little bit better about the possibility of them staying here. And I think them committing to playing at Mullet Arena for the next season gives them time to find another option. For those of you that don't know, they have two more guaranteed seasons at Mullet Arena with an option for a third 
um they've already spent one year there so the original deal was three guaranteed years with an option yeah. for a fourth so and, obviously and so something that Krebs pointed out a bunch is that at this point like obviously they've like it's kind of lost a year but at this point almost nowhere else they would go they would have to clean up land so they can get troubles in the ground almost immediately much quicker um so it kind of moves that timeline up yeah so i think it, it definitely puts some pressure on them obviously the best plan and the best option for them just got voted no on so they've got to kick it into high gear and they really have to make sure to do to not mess it like the, they couldn't mess the last one up but they did so now it's like absolutely no room for failure yeah. time and like, ultimately also like you said it's the best <clears throat> option and obviously it seems like it but you don't know like maybe ultimately we could be sitting here five ten years from now and being like hey remember when they almost had that arena uh, uh, like on that garbage dump. Yeah, we could be laughing at this. Past in 10 the years. water, like they weren't even going to be waterfront in Tempe, and now they are wherever they end up being. Like if they like they could do something crazy, maybe yeah. they get a floating arena, floating yeah. above downtown. Like that'd be a vibe. <laughs> and then who would have wanted an arena in Tempe? Yeah, right. Floating arena, <laughs> ISS right. arena, um, get a space arena, dude. space hockey, space yachts, mountain Ooh. arena, mountain okay. arena, mountain arena, volcano arena. Obviously, Underwater so we don't. Arena. Oh my God. Okay, I'm done. We don't know for sure what's going to happen. They could just be blowing smoke and saying, you know, we're committed to finding another place and they could be gone. Mr. Otter Pockets yeah. <laughs> in the comments saying the Atlanta yeah, Thrashers were staying until they weren't in Winnipeg. Yeah, it's by no means like yeah, clear. And, um, right? Brandon is in the comments too. He's a fan. As someone who's experienced my sports teams being relocated, the Nordiques and the Expos, I hope the Coyotes organization yeah. can do by, right by their fans and yeah. find a solution to I stay. Mean, we've seen teams quite <clears throat> literally move like in the middle of the night yes, before, very suddenly. Pack their bags and get out. So so I'm not going to sit here and tell Coyotes fans this team is going to stay because I don't know that. I genuinely don't know if they are going to stay or not. Even though their statement says we're committed to finding a place, that might not be possible. There might not be another solution. I don't mm -hmm. want to get that far ahead of myself yet because we still have some time. to. The organization still has time to figure things out. But more than anything, I hope that this time around, they don't underestimate the public if that's what it comes to. They don't underestimate city council officials. They Whatever it is, I just hope that this time they understand the gravity of their situation. And I see visible evidence of them doing everything in their power to keep this team in the Valley because that's what Alex Morello said he was going to do. And by God, if he doesn't stand by that, I am going to be so upset because again, the Coyotes fans don't deserve to lose this team. And I need to see like visible evidence of them understanding the gravity of their situation and doing everything in their power to make sure this team does not move. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I don't necessarily have like a problem with Alice Morello, but I'm not, I'm never going to trust a billionaire. Like obviously I'm pro with Coyotes, but like you said, until, until they are playing in a new, like shovels in the ground doesn't <laughs> yes. mean anything to me. You go to Tempe. <laughs> Even there's then, a, there's a half, like what there's if they get shovels in the ground in the rebuild? Like they run out of funds and exactly. they're like, sorry, like, we can't uh, there's, build there's, it anymore. There's, there's a half built building that we talk about all the time in Tempe. That's right there. <laughs> like I, that's not going to be like, yeah, they, there's, uh, I think that, I think we are at a point where there's, a, there's much more hope than there was in the immediate aftermath of the vote, but by no means are we in a good place. Like, are we yeah. comfortable until um, my butt is in the new arena sitting there on opening night, watching the coyotes skate out on the ice. I am not going to feel comfortable at any point until that happens. Um, it's just going to be, Oh, just sitting on pins and needles until we find out what happens mm -hmm. to this team. Um, Connor in the comments reading my mind saying Scottsdale time by talking stick. So we're going to talk about some of the options that we think the Coyotes have. And one of the ones that I'm the most excited to talk about is the fact that um, 
there is a possibility that Talking Stick um, Reservation and the tribe there is interested in having the coyotes there. Obviously, there hasn't been any official statements made. We don't know this for sure. There's just been rumors that it's there's possibilities of having the coyotes go up to Talking Stick. And it also just so happens that the Diamondbacks lease at Chase Field ends in 2027 permanently. I don't know what their opt-out situation is. I do know that Derek Hall has talked about, you know, if we don't get the budget to renovate, we're going to look at other options. And the fact that the Diamondbacks have a very successful relationship with Salt River because their spring training facility is there, it kind of seems like if in a perfect ideal world, having an entertainment district with a place for the Diamondbacks to play and a place for the Coyotes to play would be an unreal situation. Don't you yeah. think? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's obviously there's a lot to figure out with like gaming and stuff like that. Um, because obviously Morello is pretty involved in gaming in his own right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I am of the opinion that all, every stadium for every sports team ever should be in the downtown of their metro area. I agree. Like it is ridiculous. Percent. I hate that I can't walk to Coyotes games or Cardinals. Games. Obviously, I understand that like football and hockey or football and baseball are a little more difficult. You need more land for those. But um, yeah, like I, I, but regardless, like having all of them together would be very, very awesome. It would be. And obviously, like. You know, the the Suns and Coyotes have had a very interesting relationship, but obviously the Suns have a new owner. Um, so, so, like, th there's all there's possibility of that. Um, I, yeah, there, there's there's obviously possibilities. I, th like, them going to the res them would be cool, but I want them as close to downtown, as close to our office as possible. Yeah, I also want them as close to downtown as possible, which is why I was so jazzed about the Tempe location because it was like right on the border of yeah. Tempe and Phoenix. And if they were going to go anywhere, that was probably like, again, I said earlier, the most central location and the closest to downtown, yeah. um, which is why I'm so mad that they didn't work out. But OK, it's done for the deal is done. We can't do anything about it. So we're just going to let that Tempe place rest and let them enjoy their dump site. Um, so now that that's off the table, you know, I think. I would prefer them to be close to another team. Like, I hate the fact that now I have to just drive out to Glendale to watch the Cardinals play. Like, I wish the it. previous owner of the Suns, who should not be named, hadn't sabotaged talking or what is it called now? Footprint. Footprint. Um, <laughs> I was barely even here for it being called talking stick. I don't know why I did that. Oh, I guess because we were just talking about it. But like, I wish it you could still put a rink in there because that yeah. would have been a vibe. Um, but hey. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to Reaper the the reservation talk. I, it would take too long. I, I just I, the 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 and the negotiations for anything to get done on reservations here just moves at a snail's pace. Um, the gaming stuff is complicated, and I just I don't want them to do that because then they can get stuck in the same situation they're in right now, and it would take too long. That's my opinion. I think it would it would that would just really scare me. If they, I just think if there's so many like upsides okay, to it. There is, like, there, there is yeah. for, there is for like sure. Jeff in the comments. Hi Jeff, by the way. Um, lots of land ready to be built on over there. Um, good access by that is, that is, good highway access. That yeah, is the I mean, dream scenario. There is to, yeah. to build. If they can figure it out. To, yeah, th that is the dream scenario for sure. But it's just, I, I mean, I, I, I it, <clears throat> sports gambling here being legal. I just everything takes so damn long. With I also this might be a little bit of a stretch, so nobody come for me when I say this. But you know, I think a lot of the negativity that happened with the Coyotes coming to Tempe were the negative feelings surrounding the ownerships inability to pay bills on time to um, make good on their word to follow through on contracts so I think 
their reputation preceded them a little bit and people were a little nervous, like, oh my God, if something happens and the owner defaults, like, are we on the hook? Like, again, with the misinformation happening because people didn't understand fully, you know, that they had built into the agreement um, a full proof, a full proof plan for the city of Tempe to be protected from anything like that. Um, so I think, unfortunately, the Coyotes reputation has been sullied a little bit in that way. And the Diamondbacks don't have that problem. Um, Salt River loves the Diamondbacks. Their relationship with the tribe and their spring training facility is great. Their spring training facility has been voted like the best spring training facility in Arizona for many years in a row. And there are how many of them here in Arizona? Um, so Diamondbacks don't have the reputation problem. And I think it would be a dream scenario for the Coyotes to be able to piggyback with the Diamondbacks a little bit and be like, hey, take us with you. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> everything's great. Uh, to be completely <laughs> honest, I'm on Albert's side. Like, I am anti being on the res. I don't think it's like an ideal situation. I don't like the kind of control that they they have over. Like, I mean, uh, from my understanding, part of reason that we didn't have dollar beer night at the Rising Games is because they were on reservation land. Like, I... Um, I don't know. I just am not like a huge fan of that. And I also want them downtown. But still, like, they, I'd rather them be in Yuma than in, in another state. So I will, I'm not going to complain if they end up on the res. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Another solution that people have kind of thrown out there is sharing footprint center with the Suns. Um, That's not possible. Fortunately, that is not possible. Um, but Matt Ishbia would have to own the Coyotes for the Coyotes to see any type of positive revenue return because they can't get naming rights to the arena. They can't have, you know, as many or I don't know if at all any um, revenue from concessions. Like, well, and also, like I mentioned, Footprint literally cannot have it, a. Yeah, it hasn't been built. Rink. It hasn't been built to be a hockey arena. Someone in the comments actually said. I went to a game when it was America West Arena and sat in the obscure seat. Yeah, it was but not I good. <laughs> I don't think that is the problem anymore because they renovated the seats. I, the problem is that it, the, literally they cannot support, they don't have the structures to have ice in like an NHL ice sheet in that arena because of the way that it was renovated. Yeah. That's how at least I understand it. So a lot of people were saying that might be a solution, but unfortunately it's not an option. Um, one option though that has come out as of today, like a big news story, I guess, is the fact that... Uh, Fiesta Mall and Mesa might be a potential solution. Um, Dennis Welch from Arizona's family tweeted yesterday, Mesa officials tell me that the Arizona Coyotes have reached out yesterday following their loss in Tempe. The team is eyeing the Fiesta Mall site, prime land in the East Valley's largest city. Caution, any potential arena deal there could require another public vote, to which Craig Morgan, our very own Craig Morgan, quote tweeted and said he heard the same thing yesterday. Fiesta Mall was one of the several sites that he mentioned as a possibility in his story the morning after the Tempe vote. I think the Coyotes would be looking as at as many five to six sites. However, if you haven't read Craig's Mor Craig Morgan's article yet, please head over to gophnx.com and read it now. It's free. It's unlocked. He beautifully lays out all of the options that the Coyotes have for staying in the Valley. And it's a really amazing article. So go check it out. But um, the Fiesta Mall in Mesa. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that one? Well, the end of the original tweet, the public vote part is concerning. I don't yep. want them to have to go through that again. <laughs> I'm so scared of the public vote. <laughs> um, but from a pure location standpoint, like, yeah, hell yeah. Um, like relatively easy access, not too, too much further. Obviously, a little further, but not too, too much further than um, where the TED would have been. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably outside of, again, a downtown location somewhere. 
Um, probably the best option that they have on the table, if I had to guess. Um, quick sidebar, my dream situation is that they partner with the city of Phoenix. They tear down the um, the madhouse of McDowell, and then they build an entire entertainment complex around the state fairgrounds. And then they go full blown Red River rivalry and they have like sporting events during the state fair <laughs> there where they have the hockey, basketball, and baseball arenas. Like that shit would be a whole ass vibe and you'd be in the actual city. But that's my dream scenario. Well, you're getting ahead of your me I because I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> oh, well, I have more. Don't worry. Um, so going back to Fiesta Mall option though, because this is kind of, I guess, emerged as oh. the front runner. Jesus Christ. What? Oh. Zone in Arizona, I'll vote yes as long as they put a Rainforest Cafe in there. Turn me In the up. arena? In the arena? I want... Somebody mentioned it earlier. We need a Timmy's in there. Because I know there used to be a Tim's in uh there was, in Gila River there back was, in the day, was, back when they had Canadian tiny, owners. tiny, though. Yeah, but it was... It was, was yeah, it was still... Also, I have to answer it because I forgot to earlier. Chris asked if I'd ever been to a Buffalo Destroyers game. Yes, I have. That's why I love indoor football. Um... Okay, so going back to the Fiesta Mall option, because it's emerged as the front runner, Joey Artigue posted a interesting graphic that kind of outlines the pros and cons of what the Fiesta Mall and Mesa site would be like. Obviously, the population is much larger than that of Glendale, so that kind of hopefully lends people to believe that higher attended games, easily accessible, more people, more ticket sales. Um, the size is considerably smaller, obviously, in acres. The distance to Sky Harbor is way less, almost by half. Um, distance to downtown Phoenix, obviously, it's a little bit closer than Glendale. And then there are two major freeways that connect there instead of just one. So transportation would be a little bit easier for people. Um, and the the people just talking about the Fiesta Malls of possibility, um, it seems like they're really excited about it. I don't fully know if that is my ideal situation, but the Fiesta Mall is just like an empty mall, right? As far as I know. Like it's yeah, just a deserted it's, mall. It's been deserted for yeah. what, like five, ten years? So it's been a minute. Great use of knocking down an absolute pointless building that is serving okay, no purpose yeah, currently. But ultimately that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I know, I know. You, like, can't, you can't make that <laughs> argument. Um you cannot make that if argument. Anything, unfortunately. If anything, it's even worse because people have emotional attachments to yeah, malls. I want to stay away from the <laughs> yeah. I want to stay away because it, if if there's any any they, they they would almost have to listen. Go to a if if Deborah for sure they would have to. Go if, to a if Deborah has a choice, like Deborah from down the street has a voice, an opinion in this, I don't want it. It's not a good option for me. I don't want <laughs> citizens. Deborah, I don't want. Street? I don't want citizens <laughs> to have a voice. I'm sorry. Deborah, Deborah and Lenny are going to shut this down. So I don't. I, I, I am anti democracy no. in this situation. I don't want citizens <sighs> to have a voice. Just get it done. Yeah, I. The thing that scares me the most about all of that is the public vote again. Like yeah. I, I just I cannot sit through another situation that we sat through already with the city of Tempe. I just that scares me more than anything because, like you said, I don't have faith in anyone being able to pass that vote, especially when Whoa. an arena is at the center of the conversation um yeah w what was that reaction just uh, usc's athletic director resigned that oh okay random um, um so yeah i i don't know if i necessarily think the sml is the best situation i just it scares me i'm so over the public vote i'm so over a bunch well, that's of why you tear it down I'm so over a bunch of 60 plus year olds having decisions that they shouldn't have decisions over. <laughs> um, sorry, Deborah, down the street. You really shouldn't be voting. Just yeah. kidding. Everyone has everyone has their liberties to vote. Um, Anti-democracy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, That's I trust that so too. out of context. <laughs>
Um, Chris saying I can see Deborah's haircut. Connor, come on, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie really ruined it for us. I'm salty about that. Fucking Deborah. I, I, I had to stop Kurt. talking about it. It's Kurt done. and Deborah. Um, so yeah, can we just stay away from public votes, please? Um, my next question for you, you kind of already answered, is what is your dream scenario? Yeah. I mean, I like I said, that being on the fairground would be awesome. I don't think that's hella realistic. Um, my dream scenario, honestly, is that uh, Matt Ishbia buys the sun. So again, nothing against Borello. I just, <laughs> I, I get, and I'm sorry, but this is a very unique situation. So I would say this was the most apropos time for me to bring up my hometown. Wow, ever. that was a word. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I use it probably more than I should. Um, yeah, I think you overuse apropos. I might, but it fit in this situation. Um, I just love having my f- two franchises owned by the same person, <laughs> which happens in Buffalo. Uh, um. The Pagoulas own the Bills, Sabres, and our indoor lacrosse team, the Buffalo Bandits, who are about to, who are competing in the championship, I think. Um, but it is just, it's just cool. There's like such a sense of unity and like cooperation between the franchises that I think it's just like a really cool uh, thing. And obviously, the Suns are the one franchise, or not the one, but like the the franchise that the Coyotes have had a pretty bad relationship with, um, probably had the worst relationship with over the last couple of decades. So. Um, Having that kind of be fixed by having one person own both of them would be awesome. And then Ishbia can maybe work on getting a new arena, hopefully downtown, um, that both of them can play in. And then all of my my dreams would be happy. You'd have all the teams in the same area. You'd have one guy own both teams, and you'd have a downtown arena. And obviously, the Suns the would build a new stadium. Yeah, why not? For themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dream. I think that's a good one. Can you walk me through your Madhouse Looking Dell thing again? Oh, I mean, I just think it would be cool. I don't know, though how big the fairgrounds are. I've only been there once. No, no, you're straight. Saul's shaking his head. He doesn't know what my idea is though. My idea is you tear down the madhouse of McDowell and you build a new, or you build an entertainment complex around the fairgrounds because the fairgrounds here are shitty. They're just not very nice. If you renovate that, you get a more state, like a state benefit from it because the state fairgrounds is like a, a big thing, whatever. Um, and then you have your entire entertainment complex there, and then you go like Red River Robbery on them, and you have like your Dog. big you have big games <laughs> on the fairgrounds around the state fair. That'd be dope. But obviously, it doesn't really work for hockey, but it works for uh, baseball. Really, only I guess because the state fair is in September. But yeah, I just think that would be dope. Like I think I think having it around the state fa- around the state fair there would be cool. It'd be pretty close to downtown, not far from the airport, and again, it would be actually in Phoenix, which is another thing I really like. You know, your your Phoenix Suns to be playing in Phoenix or your your Buffalo Bills be playing in Buffalo and not Orchard yeah. Park, New York. I also am a huge component of all of your major sports teams being in the downtown area. I'm very fortunate to have grown up in a city where that was the case. And I've seen just the vibrant sports community that has been built around having that many options of sporting events in one place. So my ideal scenario is hear me out here. I always get nervous starting out with hear me out because it's been turned into such a meme. But um, my ideal situation would be for the Diamondbacks to renovate Chase Field, make Chase Field beautiful and stay in Chase Field. And then there does so happen to be land available yep, that's so i was thinking that also yeah land available there is a lot of land well not a lot but enough to build a hockey arena just south of, just south right? of where the diamondbacks are because it was something that i believe was a the possibility of a new diamondback at, yes stadium, right? so yeah. the diamondbacks were looking at this land that is south of like, where they are now just like to, warehouses and stuff yeah right it's now. just like yeah. they, they'd probably have to do some demolition and research yeah, and whatever I mean, but the diamondbacks are looking at moving building a new arena in that spot so my ideal situation would be for the diamondbacks to get a ton of money to re-renovate chase field make it beautiful wonderful everything that they need 
And then that spot of land that they were looking at could be possibly the place where the Coyotes Arena goes. I love that. And I think that would be amazing to have the Coyotes, the Suns, and the Diamondbacks all in one place. Again, I'm not sure. I don't really... I'm sorry, guys. I went to school for sports. I did not go to school for politics. I don't know if it would require a vote if the public well, had any say uh, in that or not. I mean, I don't I don't think it would because technically speaking, like the Tempe one never required a public vote. That was just the route that they chose, chose to, go to go because they thought they would like there would be too many legal ramifications, lawsuits and stuff like that. Uh, Chris saying, what would the airport say, though, jokingly? Um, <laughs> I think the airport has learned its lesson. Well, no, no, no. But I think a part of like the kind of I guess the kind of the conspiracy around the airport is that ultimately Phoenix didn't want Tempe to steal this kind of uh, business from them, essentially having another concert venue there, another sports venue there. Um, obviously, that's not a problem if it's just in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing you probably would have less opposition. Um, and there is so, there, and then there is land there, like you said. The so ten, the Tempe one didn't require a vote, but they sent it to referendum because it would have been pushed to a vote regardless, and it yeah. would have then the vote would have been in August and not. Yeah, because I I think like the the amount of oh yeah, Lee was talking about this the other day. The they amount of signatures, signatures that they yeah. would have needed to oppose it, it would have were like very low, so they would have easily gotten it, and then it, yeah, it would have pushed everything back. It would have been yeah. more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Brian saying Chase Field was taxpayer funded. That won't happen again. I'm not saying that I think the owner of the Coyotes needs to pay for the arena. So I don't yeah, think the Coyotes I mean, would ever go taxpayer route anyway. They have a billionaire owner that is willing to build them arena. So I think they're going to stick with that route. Um, and it's, it'll be very interesting to see, not just with this one, but I guess stadium deals forever. Because someone mentioned it in the chat. You see it in Calgary and in Buffalo where those municipalities are giving over a lot of money, a lot of taxpayer money for new facilities. Very interested to see how, if at all, this Tempe deal, which, like you mentioned earlier, might be the most favorable um, arena deal ever, if that kind of changes how arena deals are done in the future. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was a little, it was a different situation. Tempe had a different kind of leverage with the the landfill there um, and the desperation of the situation, but still. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how that changes things. Albert in the asking, does there need to be land for entertainment district to make the deal work? Because if so, that limits the options. I don't believe so. I think the reason why, and I, again, this is just based off of rumors, speculation. I'm not saying that I'm speaking for anybody. I think the reason why the Coyotes wanted to build the entertainment district around the arena in Tempe is because there wasn't, that wasn't a big hub of activity in that specific spot. There weren't a yeah. lot of restaurants like in walking distance specifically, like, yes, there's mill, but that would require Uber, like driving, parking, whatever. So the Coyotes wanted the entertainment district because there wasn't anything in walking distance in that specific area that was like restaurants, um, you know, whatever else yeah. you want to consider in an entertainment district. So if they go to that spot in downtown, let's say, I don't think they need to build an entertainment district because there's so like downtown is right there. There's yeah. so much to do. Well, and I also think part of it is like Alex Morello is not a hockey guy. Like he is a yeah. real estate business developer and he like, was going to make more money kind of off thing. of the condos yeah. and the businesses that would rent out yeah. from him so i think it was just like additional I, revenue yeah. streams for him so i guess it also says a lot about who he is as an owner because if he cares more about having additional revenue streams through an entertainment district and condos and also having an arena and he's not willing to ditch that to just well, build an arena and wait yeah. patiently for the revenue to return from just having an arena then i think that also yeah. says I mean, about that's not it's not how business works uh i don't BYU Dojo saying in the chat, like he, especially with like the kind of the concessions they were making, a lack of tax breaks, the the money to pay off the to, to clean the land, like they kind of needed to do it to pay for the arena. Uh, but I think I think part of the thing is too though is that if they're downtown, I don't see them. I don't see a scenario in which they're downtown and Morello still owns them because they're not building a second arena mm. downtown. Um, I think that would only happen if 
both teams were playing there. And like it was kind of mentioned earlier, I think you would need one person to own both those teams for that to happen. Um, but I will also say, someone mentioned it, the thing in between... Um, parking garage? The parking garage. Tear that shit down. That'd be, that'd be a vibe. Build a new stadium yeah. right there. Put Still them right next stadium. to each other. Either way, whatever happens to the Coyotes, I think the only option is for them to stay in Arizona. Suck at Houston. Suck at Canada. Suck at any team oh, else. Also, the NHL doesn't <laughs> want to do that. They want the... They want, they, the they, NHL they, wants the Coyotes to be here. No, no. Well, not... I mean, yeah. But also... They don't want a team to move there. They want the expansion fees. Yes, they make um, more money off expansion teams than they do relocation. Which you would get a lot of money from if you did in Houston or Atlanta. Just saying. Yeah. So whatever happens, I hope the Coyotes stay. I will be waiting on bated breath until we find out for sure what happens to them because they deserve to stay. The Coyotes fans deserve them to stay. And hockey in Arizona is a thing and should be a thing for the foreseeable future. Sean, tell us about Manscaped and take us out of here. Oh, my God. There's a lot of losers on the Internet. A lot of people with nothing better to do. Um, I've got something for you to do. Shave your balls. <laughs> um, fucking literally touch grass and shave your balls. Um, and if you're going to, do it with our friends over at Manscaped. Um, they are the best in men's grooming. Lawnmower 4.0 um, for you to shave your balls. Waterless. Or water, waterless. Uh, it is waterless, waterproof, and cordless body trimmer. They have their Weed Wrecker 2.0 for your long ass nose hairs, which you've been spending so much time on the internet, you probably have long ass nose hairs because you <laughs> haven't looked in the mirror recently. Um, they got it all over at Manscaped. They're the best. And if you want to check them out, head over to manscaped.com and use code PHNX to get 20% off and free shipping. Um, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. All right. There you have it. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. I said at the beginning, but I said it I'll get. I'll say it again. You guys are the absolute best. I love you all, Arizona sports fans, so freaking much. My rider dies forever. You guys are the greatest. Don't forget, we will be live again next Friday at 1230, and we will see you then. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We love you all so much, and suck at Kansas City. Bye.